You're listening to the Evolving Daily Podcast, where we use the power of vulnerability and authenticity to inspire personal growth and transformation. It's all about being 1% better. Join me on that journey. They tell me that I'm never gonna make it. They want me to do something that can make sense. They hate when I Hey everyone, welcome to my podcast. Uh, this is the very first episode, so I'm so excited to have you guys. Um, you know, welcome. Uh, this is Evolving Daily, uh, where we talk about, we're, we're gonna embark on a journey here, guys. So, my podcast, what I want it to be about essentially, cause I think at the time, um, there'll probably be a description anywhere you go. Like I'll have this on YouTube. I'll have this on Apple podcasts, Spotify, all that. Um, but since this is my first episode, I kind of just want everyone to hear from me. Um, whether you do know me or you don't know me, um, just kind of know what, um, this is going to be about, you know, that's like the first time. It's like when you date someone, like, what are you about? Um, <laughs> but essentially I, um, I want this to be a place where, I can encourage people uh, through my own stories and stories of others um, to have the courage and the strength to uh, embark on a journey of um, self-discovery, growth, healing, and empowerment, um, and doing that through um, looking at our vulnerabilities, looking at um, our mistakes, uh, and just using that to strengthen ourselves in a way. It's kind of weird to talk about. Um, you know, I'm going to, for those of you that don't know me, um, Let's start there first. If you don't know me, um, hi, I'm Edward Dozart. Um, I am, at the time of this recording, <laughs> an entrepreneur. Uh, I am an activist and I'm a life coach. Um, I believe that everyone has the right to live a life, an authentic and un- unapologetic life um, that is fulfilling to them in their own way. And my life's mission is being able to help people unlock within themselves the ability to give themselves that life that they've always wanted. Um, you know, it was a, I'll be honest, it was a, a journey to take me there to discover that's what I want to do in life. But honestly, that's, that's what I love doing. I love helping people find within themselves, um, unlocking their potential to find that they are, they are, they're already equipped with what they need to be who they want to be in life, essentially. <laughs> um, those that do know me, hello, thanks for tuning in. This was hard. I'm just gonna go ahead and say that. Like, we'll talk about it later in this episode, but this was, um, this was a long time coming. Um, this first episode, um, I really want to talk about how do we overcome self doubt? There's a lot of research out there, obviously. Um, and I feel like to be any form of like goal achieving or success you want to achieve in life, there's a couple things you need. One being like the ability to, one, you have to believe in yourself. Like you cannot not believe in yourself. You mean you could, but it's just tougher. I feel like that's a foundational thing is you need to be able to believe in yourself. Um, the other thing I feel like is you need to have the knowledge. So if you want to achieve something, you need to, to believe that you can do it. You need the knowledge or the skill to, you know, some sort of knowledge or skill on, on how to do it or, or get there. Um, and then you need the discipline to do it. Like, I feel like maybe that's oversimplifying it a little bit, but those are three pretty essential things that I consider more than what a lot of people um, have or need to to achieve something. One of the things that I feel like is kind of almost the start is like your mindset. Like, do you believe you can do it? And a lot of things that hold us back from being able to do that is that we just self-doubt ourselves, whether it's, you know, from the our personal experiences or we believe that um, we're not worth it. Like we failed maybe in the past before 
and we think that, oh my God, like I, I messed up back then. I'm, there's no way I can, you know, do X, Y, and Z again. Or, you know, maybe we grew up in a environment or like society has told you that, you know, this is all you can be. You can't do anything else different. I, I, I have dealt with a lot of self-doubt just in general. And I continue to, you know, I think I have a lot of times where I feel good and I don't, that's just a part of being human. That's just, not even, I wouldn't say a part of being human. I think that's just a part of just being me. And I, that's a, an emotion, a, a thought that I accept, but it's more so about what do I do during those times where I doubt myself? What am I going to do? You know, um, these are five things that have helped me on my journey. And that's kind of like what I want the structure of a lot of my episodes to be about. You know, I definitely will have people come on and, you know, we'll talk about different topics, but a lot of this is me talking about what has helped me. Um, I believe that my experience could be the story that saves someone else. So here are five things that have helped me with self-doubt. That's what I want to talk about today is self-doubt. So number one, I believe one of the most important things to start doing to overcome self-doubt is to start dating yourself. So I say that, um, I feel like when we are dating somebody, um, it's almost like you're in a honeymoon phase with them in the beginning. It's like, I don't know about anybody else. Like I have, I haven't dated the most bit of people, but I have a, a pretty good understanding, um, of what kind of goes on in that area. Don't go with me on that. But anyway, I feel like when you're first dating someone, there's almost that phase where you guys are just so in love with each other. Almost, you probably can do no wrong. Like you just, you have a lot of love for them. I think a lot of things that hold us back, um, especially when it comes to self-doubt is that we don't believe in ourselves. And when you're dating somebody, you do a lot of things to try to take care of that person, to impress that person, to nurture that person. Those are things that we should be doing for ourselves. Like me, myself, I had to come to a point where I was like, you know what? Um, first love me. Like that's, you know, literally first love me. I treat a lot of people that I date very, very well. Um, like the, the boyfriends that I've had, everyone that I've, you know, been in a relationship with have always told me, Oh, you're so sweet. Like you're such a great guy. Um, it's not you, it's me, whatever. <laughs> but it's like they, um, they always said that, Oh, you're so sweet. Uh, this and that. And you treat us so well. So in my head, I'm like, well, if I treat them so good, um, I deserve to treat myself good. You know, um, I want to treat myself how I treat the people that I date. I'm a date me, you know, I'm gonna take myself on these little, you know, these dates and, and buy myself this and, and do this for me. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, some of the things that I might say on this on my little list may be like, oh, duh, Edward. Um, but a lot of people don't know that. Like, I'm, you know, my little list is going to be my little list. This is what helped me, first and foremost. <laughs> but a lot of people don't know that. But start dating yourself. Like, treat yourself with some love. Practice self-compassion. Self-care is not as common as you would think. We're our own critics. And sometimes we forget that we deserve the same kind of love that we want to give to someone else. You know, like, first love you. It starts with that. Like it truly does. And doing that really kind of opened my eyes into just, it, it just opened my world. Like I started uh, just feeling, I had started having more energy. I started feeling better. I started feeling more positive, thinking better. Uh, it just, it changed. It was, it was a world of a difference. So that gets me to my next topic, which I like to phrase as find your inner thumbprint. So I say that and it's a little bit weird, but there is something unique about all of us. Like we all have something that makes us special. Um, when you think of a thumbprint, um, there's no fingerprint 
as far as what I understand. But there's no fingerprint that is the same. There's no thumbprint that's identical to someone else's. You have a specific thumbprint that no one else has. Um, unless you're an identical twin. Uh, no, 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 I think they still have. I don't know. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? <laughs> Almost like dogs' noses as well. Dogs have, I don't know if you, I don't know if a lot of people know this, but dogs, a dog's nose is not the same on any other dog. I don't know if that was like a, a special fact, but I read that and I was like, wow, I didn't know that. It was just as unique as a, as a, you know, human's fingerprint. I didn't know that a dog was, a dog's nose was just as special. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. Like, find your inner thumbprint is what I mean. We sometimes as humans, especially in the world that we live in now where it's social media everywhere and we're just thrown in front of us, like other people that we kind of compare ourselves to. We kind of think like, oh, like I can't be as good as this, as this person or like I can't do what they do or I won't be as successful as them or I'm not going to, you know, do this as well as someone else may do. Like we just we just basically compare ourselves. Stop doing that. Like you are special. There's no other person out there like you. And it sounds so cliche to say that. Like I I sometimes hate saying cliche things and I was like, oh my God, I don't want to become one of those people that like quote off cliche things. But truly, like when I started to understand that like there was no other Edward Dozart in this world, there's no other person that's like me, that like unlocked a level in like a superpower in me that I was like, I'm that man. I'm that guy, you know? <laughs> you know, and, and and for those that probably know me that's listening, like he, I'm a pretty special person. And I, and I, if I say, may say so myself, unapologetically, I'm a very special person. Basically, just identify that in yourself. You are special. Like a lot of people may not feel like they're special, but you are. Like I want to tell you, you are special. Um, when you realize that again, it just unlocks a thing within you that no one can take away. It's hard for them to take away. Don't let them take that away. Like remind yourself that you are special. That's just one of those things. That brings me into my third way that you can overcome self-doubt. Cut out the weeds in your inner circle. So I say that because that was something that helped me a lot. So sometimes we don't realize that we, we have our inner negative person talking to us sometimes, but we also have a lot of outer things that just don't um, do well for us. And I say that with like, pay attention to who's around you. Like you are, it's almost like that saying, like you are who you are around. And like, sometimes a lot of people don't mean well for us. And like, they may bring you down and just be just negative. Like you may say something like, oh, like, you know, I believe I can do this. And then they're just like, oh, are you sure? Oh, yes, I'm sure. (laughs) Like, you know, like who cares what anyone else thinks? Like if you believe you can do something, then do it. And sometimes it's like, we get so much in our heads from other people. And it, we almost tell ourselves like, Oh, they must be right. Like maybe I, this isn't a good idea. Maybe I can't do this. That contributes to our self doubt from what the external, I guess, voices or just external sources that just bring us down. Watch who you have around you. Like look those kind of things, like people that people or things or just things that make you compare yourself, just cut those weeds out. Whether it's like, People you follow on social media who you're consistently comparing yourself to or just people in your life, whether it be friends or family, um, that just don't give you positive energy, cut them out. It's not worth it. You know, when I took a look at who I had around me and like a lo- one thing about me, I 
do a lot of talking. <laughs> and when I say I do a lot of talking, like I used to have a bad habit of doing a lot of talking, doing a lot of talking with not a lot of action. So sometimes I would just, you know, say, oh, I'm gonna do this, or I'm gonna do that. And sometimes people would be like, oh, okay, Edward. Um, and I had to ask myself, like, you know, people who get the energy, I don't need them in my life, honestly. And when I found that realization, it was a world of difference, let me tell you. So take my word for it. Start cutting your weeds out. Number four, uh, get over yourself. And when I say that, let me explain what I mean when I say that. Um, we are our biggest critic, inner critic. And when you think about what a critic is, I consider a critic as someone who is, so when I think of critic, literally the first thing that comes to my mind is like a movie critic or a food critic. And I think about the guy from Ratatouille <laughs> who was the food critic. Um, I also think the person that was in The Greatest Showman, you know, shout out to people who see that movie, but The Greatest Showman who was like always writing negative things about the circus or the food guy on Ratatouille who was like very critical of the food. Usually a critic though, they have some sort of knowledge about the area of expertise that they're like criticizing. Um, so it's like that like gives them the right to be the critic. I had to ask myself, my inner critic, um, you know, if, if you're telling me and I'm talking to my inner critic at this point. I feel like I keep saying credit with a T at the end, but it's critic. Anyway, you're telling me, I'm talking about inner critic at this point. You're telling me that I can't do this or I'm, I'm, you're saying all these things. What qualifications do you have? Because if you're telling me that, oh, I can't, um, you know, I can't achieve this or I can't do that. Have you done it? What qualifications do you have to tell me that you can't do that? And again, this is me talking to my inner self. What qualifications do you have to tell me that I can't do something if you've never done it? You don't have the right. You don't have the range. You don't have the, you're not there. <laughs> you know, um, I literally have to ask myself that sometimes. And it's just a thing of like that inner critic is just so again, negative, like inner voice. But what actually, so what qualifications do you have to tell yourself that you're not worthy of something that you've never done or, or never achieved? You don't have that right. You just don't. So question that critic sometimes. And when you when you get that voice in your head that says, oh, I can't do that, question them and be like, well, why? You're not qualified to tell me that. And then when you tell them that or when you tell your person that, oh, my God, not me encouraging people to talk to themselves. <laughs> but when you have that that conversation with yourself, change that I can't into I can Start using positive affirmations. Maybe this is like a 4.3 into my like fourth reasoning. This is like a 4.3. Um, but start turning those I can'ts into I can. Like literally like verbally and like mentally think to yourself. Like when you get a thought in your head and you said, oh, I can't do that. When you start hearing those those thoughts come up, stop yourself. Stop them and say, okay, first of all, who are you to tell me that? And then be like, you're not qualified and tell me I can do this. Okay, you're not qualified. I can do this. Start telling yourself that. Write it down if you have to. Like I literally remember going through my journal like a couple weeks ago, and I this is so weird. And maybe this is another benefit of journaling everything. But I remember a couple months ago, I journaled how I was feeling one day, and I just wrote down like, you know, you know, social health terrible, mental health terrible, financial health terrible, blah blah blah, blah. and like you know, I want to be more this. I want to be more that. I crossed all the I want or I can't and I'm not and this is bad into positive things. I physically wrote down like for myself, like some months later after like I felt better, I physically wrote down and crossed those like 
negative context out in those sentences and wrote down positive affirmations for those same sentences. And it just felt like so empowering, I guess you could say. Like, it was just almost like a, I guess, a, a physical manifestation of what I kind of like knew I had to do in my head, which was, you know, positively affirm myself. I had to get over just my negative self, honestly. So that's my advice. Get over yourself. I hope that helps. Number five. Now, before I go to number five, I actually wrote down that I wanted to like, so like I I wrote down that I wanted to talk about this small piece before I hit to number five. And it could be like a 4.5, 4.6, who knows? But fun thing about just doing this whole podcast thing, like when you talk about topics, um, you do like research with it. So when I was researching, um, you know, this whole self-doubt, this this conversation, this topic or whatnot, obviously I do research. And like, I was looking at some of the things that help people. There's a lot of information out there again, but I was looking at some of the things that help people get over self-doubt. And some of the things I came up with were, uh, where I found kept seeing were seeking professional help. Now I, not my number five isn't seeking professional help, but I just kept coming across that. And I was like, you know what? That obviously is really important. So I want to talk about it, which is why I'm bringing it up. Seeking professional help is you need it. It's so scary to think about like you opening yourself up to someone else, but it can help in so many different ways. So I don't want to like minimize the importance of that by not including it on this list. So that's why I wanted to like amend it as like a 4.5, 4.67 type ish thing. Uh, another thing I kept thinking to myself was like the therapy of like music and just how like music just for me, like I, when I start feeling like low and you know, like I can't do something I turn on some Nicki Minaj, okay? I turn on some Nicki Minaj or some bad bitch music. You know, hip hop is pretty, you know, popular when it comes to like just motivating um, and just feeling, you know, empowered. But music is something that's also like a good therapy um, to help you kind of get in the zone and, you know, feel more confident. But I just want to mention those two things because it was like, you know, music is one of the things that's really is helpful and, and has truly helped me. Um, and so is seeking help. Like that's like super important. But my number five, I felt was just a bit more helpful to me. Um, and again, it's not to say that the other two things aren't as you know helpful as important, but this was what helped me. Like this is one of the biggest things that helped me. My number five, I break it down to, into like three simple words. Um, and how I came to it was, I feel like when we, and you know, for those of you guys who are going to watch me uh, do the who are going to watch the the video version of this podcast on YouTube, you're going to see me keep looking down at my notepad because like, again, this is my first episode that I'm recording. So I took some notes and I got to double check. But anyway, back to topic. One of the things that led me to this number five was understanding like essentially our emotions we can't control. So like we can't control how we feel when we get to the point when we're self-doubting ourselves. And there can be another number of emotions that could come up during that moment of self-doubt, whether it's fear, whether it's sadness, whether it's anxiety, we can control those emotions. And like, instead of t- trying to control it, we have to understand what's more important during those emotions is what you do in a sense. And I don't know if I said that in a way that makes sense, but essentially what's more important is what you do during those emotions, not how you control it. Like you can't control your emotions. I don't know if if I'm the first to tell you, but you can't control your emotions. That's a separate topic, separate topic for another day. But what's more important is what you do during those emotions. And for me, I had to tell myself, honestly, do it anyway, like do it anyway. That's my number five. The five ways 
that I overcame self-doubt, number five was just doing it anyway. And it kind of links into, you know, some of the things I talked about earlier, but I break it or broke it down into those five, you know, biggest points for me. And I say that, um, I myself have dealt with a lot of self-doubt. And what I found is that like, when I would get to that point where I would start thinking those things, um, I would just do it anyway. Like I was afraid to, I think at the point of this, of this recording, it'll probably be like a, a week or so later. I know I made a post on, on social media recently, uh, that kind of hinted to the fact that I was going to bring, bring a podcast out. And I was so nervous to put it out. Like I felt like my heart racing. I felt like my head hurting. I was like, Oh my God. But you know what? Do it anyway. I just did it. You know, I literally recorded this episode on a day where I had got some news that was tough for me to handle. Um, you know, at the time of this recording, I'll be honest, like I was dealing with, I'm, dealing with a lot of, you know, financial struggles and I don't know how I'm going to make ends meet. For those of you that know me, know that I've always um, you know, kept a pretty high paying job and you know, pretty good roles and this is my first time in my life where I don't have a direction of where I'm going. I don't have a, you know, a, a place that I'm clocking in out to, you know? I don't know what it's going to look like and it's so scary. And I just doubted my ability to be able to pull out of a situation that I'm in and I was like, "You know what?" do the things I want to do anyway. Like I have said for months, months that I was going to record this first episode of this podcast and I didn't do it. I literally didn't do it. And I, today was one of the biggest things where I was like, you know what? I'm more scared of going back to my old self than I am seeing my new self. So I said, I'm going to record this episode. And here I am. I'm recording this episode. Like I did not want to record this episode. I didn't even know what to record at the time, but I was like, what better first episode to talk about? Then today, you know, like here I am doubting myself, doubting my ability to be able to start and even do this, you know, thinking, oh, no one's going to listen to me or, you know, this isn't going to go anywhere. This is not going to make me any money or then, you know, just all types of things. I would just, just, just telling myself, but you know what? I just did it anyway. And honestly, I feel so good. This is just like the best feeling. So that's, that's why I want to put that as my number five, like just do it anyway, get it's, it's so much harder said than done. Like it truly is. And trust me, if there's anyone that understands that it's me, but just do it anyway. So, um, yeah, those are, those are my five things that helped me, uh, overcome, um, uh, self-doubt. And I hope that helps, you know, you guys as well. That's what this podcast is about is talking about things that help us grow, help us heal, help us empower ourselves to be a better version of yourself. It's all about being better than how we were yesterday evolving daily. Like my goal is to not fix all the failures that I had in the past. Like my goal is not to today wake up and just make a correction for everything I've done wrong in the past. It's not that. My goal is to just become a better me 1% at a time each and every day. It's a, it's a daily journey. If I can do one thing or just feel 1% better and 1% closer to where, where I know I want to be, that's enough. Celebrate the small things that I'm doing towards my goal, you know, just looking at it that way and just, you know, staying positive and being uh, gratuitous. And that's the journey that I want to go on with everyone here. We'll talk about a lot of different things. I have some guests on the podcast with me. I'm excited for what's to come. I really appreciate you guys listening in. If you're, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go ahead and leave some comments below. I think 
Um, what's more important to me at this time is like, you know, people in the beginning, as you start to listen to this first episode, leave in the comments or leave me a review, send me an email. I should have some sort of contact in there where you can send me an email, but just tell me what you want to talk about. Like, I want this to be a place where we can, I want to encourage people. Like, again, my life's purpose is to help people unlock within themselves what they need to live or create a life of fulfillment that they want for themselves. Like I can help you unlock within yourself what you need to create the life that you want for yourself. And that's what I want to do. I want to talk about those just topics like that. Um, just have honest conversations with with you guys. So thank you for listening and I will see you guys in the next episode. They want me to do something that can make